I was gonna say, I don't love that Dunkin' Donuts has rebranded over the last couple years mm -hmm. because Dunkin' Donuts is like a very nostalgic, youthful thing for me. I remember us moving to Michigan from Maine. My mom got mad because we pulled up somewhere for coffee. It was probably like a Tim Hortons or something. And my dad asked my mom if she wanted to get coffee. And my mom, who normally doesn't really complain about stuff, she's sitting in the passenger seat and she's pouting. She's like, it's not Dunkin' Donuts coffee. And so she was just like, that was like the only time I ever remember her ever complaining about it. But like Dunkin' Donuts is like very much a nostalgic thing, especially again, East Coast, like mm -hmm. gotta love you Dunkin's, you know, pock your cot, have a yard, get some Dunkin' Donuts. Um, and so I, I don't love the rebranding here because Dunkin' is meaningless to me mm -hmm. without like, cause like, yeah, th this could also easily just be like a sports brand. Exactly. Like, Dunkin'. Yeah. But I mean, I like their coffee. I do love their donuts. What mm -hmm. is your favorite donut? I know that we've had many a donut together. Just are like a kind of donut? Yeah. I like a Long John's, my favorite okay. donut. Are uh, you a Holland cream or? I, I go, I don't mind either, but I prefer the custard. Okay, Holland. yeah. Um, Although I'll say this with a custard. You have such a bigger opportunity to make a schmush. Like, that's true. You, you bite, it, it plops, you have a schmear. That's why you gotta make sure you're getting good long, long johns that aren't overstuffed yeah. and, and, and are filled properly. Well, that you know? too, yeah. And, and you have to make sure that where you are aware of where the fill spot was. Exactly. Um, and I like a good icing on it. Makes it. Are you just, a, just a chocolate icing or the vanilla icing? Chocolate with the with the... With more on the there. swirl yeah, in there. Give me a swirl. Usually they do that to denote the frosted ones, though, yeah. which is unfortunate. But you know, in a perfect world. How do you feel about maple log? Which is basically no. yeah, it it really is. Like I don't love long johns. A maple log is just a worse long john, definitively. Uh, welcome to Dunkin' on Donuts, our donut. Just kidding. No rebranding here. This is free toy inside. I'm your host, well co-host Jordan McNaughton. I think we put a pin in that, though, because that is a pretty good uh, idea here. Uh, I'm your other co-host, Colin Ball. Um, and in case we let the cat out of the bag and the donut out of the pink box, um, uh, we are here with some brand new cereals, at mm -hmm. least new to us. Um, uh, and Jordan, do you want to tell the folks at home what's in our bowl today? We're having some Dunkin' trademark cereal, Caramel Macchiato naturally and artificially flavored and i gotta tell you what it is a good flavor mm -hmm. mm. it's like coffee but it's like reese's puffs but coffee a hundred percent i'm surprised by the smell just pouring mm. it the mm -hmm. first time mm -hmm. it, it truly has a open bag of beans and you stick your nose right in there and it has like that rich coffee flavor like smell at least and the flavor doesn't yeah, I, I would say it tastes like your kind of classic, kind of like that, like I, a chocolate I, ice or a coffee ice cream, perhaps. Ooh, I I think you might be right there. But I mean, I think the cereal piece itself, very much kind of what you're expecting. I think when you said a Reese's puff, like dead on with like the texture and style. But the flavor here is really good. It has some little marshmallows. Mm -hmm. I think. I'm They're fine. I, I don't find them to be offensive or disruptive. But, I mean, just the cereal piece itself. It's good. It, it's got that powder like the Reese's Puffs on mm -hmm. some of them. It's not as heavy because it's not supposed to be, like, the, you know, 
peanut butter coating like on Reese's Puffs, it, but it's still good. It kind of reminds me of a Cocoa Puff, mm -hmm. where, again, this is going to be coffee and caramel rather than just the cocoa, but I think it is really just a good piece of cereal. I, and I like the marshmallows. They kind of almost remind me of what you'd find in, like, hot cocoa. Yeah, I would... I, I could see that. It is a pretty sparsely marshmallowed cereal, though, mm -hmm. which I think probably works well for it, right? Mm -hmm. you're thinking about the ratio on a cup of coffee, there's not nearly as much whipped cream as there is beverage. Mm -hmm. Unless you're one of those monsters who orders it, like, in the, like, vente cup. Yeah. But you're ordering a grande, and you want to make sure you have that extra room for whip. Oh. Too so, sweet, too sweet. Jordan, you're are you a coffee drinker? Um, yeah, when I want to be. I'm not a regular, habitual coffee drinker, but I'll go through phases. Or, um, yeah. Do, do you have a flavor, style of coffee? Um, darker, but sweet, because I'm a baby. So I'll put creamer and sugar in there uh, for sure. Um, when I go to like a coffee place, I'll normally get a mocha. See, I'm, I bounce around a lot on what I get for coffee. Um, I order flavored coffee quite a bit. Now, mm -hmm. I don't think it's actually a baby thing. I think it's fine to like the coffee flavor, but also want other flavors there too. True. I mean, I, I don't always use cream because sometimes I don't have a non-dairy cream available. True. I'll add sugar. I have no problem with that. I don't think there is, I don't think you should measure yourself as a proper coffee drinker hmm. or whether you can drink it unsweetened and black um but yeah I, I bounce around a lot in what kinds of coffee i get um uh you know i i, I will get a latte sometimes i'll get a mocha i like iced coffees i pretty much always if the weather suits it mm -hmm. i'm gonna get an iced coffee cold brew of some kind wow. i like this because it does simulate that for me in a way that isn't quite as committal mm -hmm. as getting that full iced coffee because iced coffee can be a lot and I have bad teeth, and so like the cold can hurt my teeth. Okay. But this is, you get a good spoonful. It is room temperature, it's fine. You add your milk that we are drinking separately so we don't gorge ourselves on milk. And it is just one good sip of iced coffee, which I think is, like, I couldn't ask for anything more than that. But I have to wonder, is there a warm version of this cereal that is good? Interesting, interesting, interesting. A warm version. Would we have to add another element to, other than just heating it up? Like, would we need to add something into it to unify? I, I think you could get away with just warm milk. Mm. I think as long as it's not hot milk. I think what if it was coffee? Well, we did do a episode, I believe, where we used non-milk. I think you guys, there there was whiskey. It was a lot of whiskey. A lot of alcohol, but yeah. I, be I believe whether it was on the pot or not, I have done coffee in cereal before. Okay. I think it's fine, but with this one, obviously it... Would be too it, much? It, it, well, it might be well supported by it, but I think you have to go for a light roast. I think you and yeah. I, we both do prefer dark roast. I think... Because you don't want to lose the cereal. Yeah, that's true. I, I, think, I think even just a warm milk, you know, like I said, if, nice. if this is the perfect sip of iced coffee for me, I bet you could get, like, the perfect sip of a just coffee here. I have, like, a terrible idea, and it involves, like, just putting this into a food processor and grinding it down and then making that into some sort of, like, cereal porridge sort of situation that's warm. 
I mean, the problem with that, you know this stuff doesn't hold up. The soggy bowl yeah. of cereal yeah. is such a notorious quality of cereal that as soon as you... Again, that's why when you take a bite, the whole piece goes to hell. Mm -hmm. As soon as the outer... The, exterior is like compromised the whole thing turns to mush if you process yeah. this at all it's gonna turn into a this, slimy mess yeah yeah you're right uh and there's one thing about me i don't like a slimy mess no nope. um although i think i've told this story i want to tell it again what? um so back in, in my days at mcdonald's um we had oh. an idea um uh, of, there, there was an there was an idea, an initiative, to bring the world's superheroes. No? No, um, this is much worse and less heroic. Okay. Um, a friend of the pod, Joey Pung, he decided that he was going to blend up his meal. I don't know if his justification was it'd be more efficient, he'd have more time for other stuff. It, we might have just been bored at 2 a.m. So he took a two cheeseburger meal with the fries, the Coca-Cola. I believe he had a little um, chocolate the shake. The Coca-Cola part is fucked with the shake. Yeah, and he put that all into the blender and he blended it pretty well. And it ended up with a lot of, a lot of texture. It was not unlike a graham crackery texture. Uh, it was. He tried it. I don't believe any of the rest of us took a shot at it. The thing is, I would have tried it. Oh, it's you absolutely. Thing. I mean, even in my more youthful days, like that would have been the time for me to try it. But um, I remember it being much thicker than he had intended. So I, I mean, that's the opposite of the slimy cereal mess, right? Is the chunky cheeseburger blend. Yep. Uh, so Jordan, we we woke up today. We woke up this episode. Hell yeah, we did. With a uh, delightful little coffee. What are we doing for um, the next bowl we've got? Today here? we're going to be taking a little uh, investigation into honey flavored cereals. So we're starting. Honey, I'm home. Is, is that the door opening? That's the door opening on its own. I didn't come open it for you. I'm not here. The whole house is empty. I took all of your things. You know, I had this coming. I the, All the warning signs were there. I was aware of my own behavior. and hmm. You know, I let it get here, and I, I take ownership for that. Uh, well, how's your cereal, honey? Um, I don't know. Did we, did we say what we're having? I don't think we said. We're trying honey cereals. And so we're starting with, I think, the iconic honey cereal that isn't just a Honey Nut Cheerio. Because a Honey Nut Cheerio is more of a Cheerio varietal than mm -hmm. I would say just an iconic honey cereal. Because there's no version of this cereal that I'm aware of that isn't either predicated on the fact that it's honey or is like subversive because it's not honey anymore. So do you want to name, name it while I take my first bite? Uh, we're having some Honey Smacks. Burr, burr, burr. They're honey smacking good, says Diggum the Frog. These, if you don't know what a honey smack is, because I don't, um, it's sweetened puff wheat cereal. And oh boy, you can tell. Um, on the back, you said subversive, and there's some subversive humor here. Would you like to hear a joke? Is Diggum getting blue? Uh, no, no, not like that. Not. Not blue, just subvert, just you know. Okay, so, so, so we're not canceling yeah, Diggum the Frog. Correct. I he's he's pretty cool. Uh, what makes Honey Smacks so tasty? 
Is this a joke, a riddle I'm supposed to answer? Yeah. Um, it probably has, like, your daily allotment of sugar. They're sweet. Get it? Because they're, they're, they're weeded. They're, they're weeded cereal. They're wheat cereal. Sorry, sorry. Does it emphasize so the wheat, wheat portion? So wheat. Interesting. S-wheat. So, I don't feel like we've had a lot of wheat cereal. I feel no. like we do a lot of oat and corn. So, how do you feel about this, Jordan? Because I'm interested by just the texture. The puffed wheat, right? We have puffed yeah. rice cereals plenty of times. Delicious. This is really nice. It, imagine a heartier Rice Krispie. That's the energy I'm getting here from these mm -hmm. Honey Smacks. They... When I look at them, they just, they look like nuts, Yeah. to be honest, and it weirds me out. I think saying they look like nuts is the generous take, because these also could just be a bug. Mm. Yeah, speaking of bugs, why are frogs so happy? I don't know, why are frogs so happy? They eat whatever bugs them. Okay. I got another one for you. You, you do, not diggums? No, these are me. Okay. I'm just inspired by what's on the box. <laughs> Got it. Um, how did the frog feel when he hurt his leg? French. <laughs> Delicious. Uh, unhoppy. Okay. Yeah. Pretty, pretty great. Pretty great stuff. I mean, Dickens has a tight five, and you have to respect that. All right, I got one more. It, no, I got two more. Is that okay? I can't stop you now. I know. Uh, what do frogs do with paper? I don't know. Do rip it. Rip it. Okay. I like that one. Uh, and finally, what kind of shoes do frogs wear? Uh, Doc Martens. Open-toed. Okay. Okay, I, I would say you saved it with the last two. I, I, I know a closer when I read one, yeah, okay? Yeah, I, I, I was gonna say, you know, he, he knows how to end the set with, a, uh, with authority. Mm-hmm. So... The interesting thing, and this is why I want to say subversive earlier. So, these are honey smacks, right? Mm -hmm. They're supposed to be about the fact that they taste like honey. Are you aware that for a good period of time, honey smacks were just sugar smacks? No. So, I guess honey was expensive to get, and they were already diluting it so much. They're just like, you know what? Let's abandon honey, go straight for sugar. So, like, during the 80s, these were just sugar smacks. Oh, God. And I believe it's a recent uh, adjustment where they are going back and being like, no, this is honey. I wouldn't be surprised if this is, you know, a honey-flavored syrup that they're using here. Because, you know, a lot of mass products use a honey-flavored syrup here. But... I don't remember. It's honey. It's real honey. It's real honey. But before that is sugar and glucose syrup. Right. So, so it could be like a one to ninety nine mixture here. But I remember my. I don't. This was not a staple of my household. I do remember these being a lot glossier, mm. with a bit more of a crunch, mm -hmm. and I kind of like the texture they have going for them right now. Mm-hmm. Again, it's they're puffed, but they're kind of toasted. They they mm -hmm. have like a toasted flavor and texture, which I'm a big fan of. I, the on another episode we have the little Debbie oatmeal cream pie, yeah. And I was a real fan of how there was a toasty, nutty flavor to that. And these ones are not quite as not nearly as extreme as mm -hmm. those, but these are pretty tasty. I would say that this 
is a great solid baseline for what we're going to be looking for on a honey cereal. I'm, I want to agree, but I find I am enjoying the honey smacks, but I'm really not getting a lot of flavor. Hey, check out this dog when it comes by. The dude who walks them is also amazing. Here, those two doors down. Oh, that dog has a big fluffy butt. He kind of has like a sheep tail. Mm -hmm. He has a chow head with a lot of fluff. Good dog. Good dog. So, we're talking a lot about honey snacks, talking about honey cereals. Spoilers, we're not going to be covering honey nut Cheerios on this episode. No, I think we said that. But, how do you feel about honey nut Cheerios as a honey cereal Better especially than, as we're thinking of you know the rest that, of these. that's more what i'm thinking when when i'm just thinking a honey flavor and even sweet flavor like honestly these honey smacks just are like they're good but they're not hitting me with any like flavor do you think it's the fact that honey nut cheerios have some mysterious nut fact i have no idea what the nut in a honey nut cereal is meant to be mm -hmm. what flavor it's aiming for but I would say that kind of is what I'm missing here is something additional, complimentary yeah, that this I, is this kind of be, missing. Is it weird to think this would be good with some fruit in here? Like a strawberry? Like a straw, especially like a freeze-dried strawberry? Mm. I don't know. I mean, I think that brightness, that tang, right? Because mm -hmm. this is just toasty and sweet. Mm -hmm. It doesn't really have anything to break it up. I think that not only would like the you know, the kind of sour, tangy strawberry flavor would help brighten this up. And I mean, we, we are powerful enough. We could do that anytime. We are powerful enough to do that anytime. Um, friend of the pod, <sighs> friend of the pod, Jim Lil, turned me on to the idea that mm -hmm. you can just buy freeze-dried strawberries, add them to whatever cereal you want. Mm -hmm. I remember he made his extra special K because oh. they just didn't have enough freeze-dried strawberries, and he just made the decision that he deserved better. And that's the kind of energy I really want to bring to the world, especially in 2021 here. Mm -hmm. So I could see us Great really enjoying that. It. Um, it might not be worth might not be a bad idea. Just have some, you know, on hand. We can just toss them in whenever. Yeah. Think, I think even some banana in here would be good, too. I think the banana... I don't like banana in a cereal because okay. the banana texture with milk is weird. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. If we do it with the dry bowl yeah. and the milk next to it, I think that's fine. Uh -huh, that but if you have milk in the bowl... Mm -mm. I, the, mm -mm. What happens to a banana mm -mm. that's submerged? Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. I don't... I don't know I've ever had a wet Shut banana. Shut down. Are you, you, you okay? I'm, I'm good. I'm good. So, final opinion on the Honey Smacks here. I think this is a totally fine cereal. This would be pretty good in a kind of gorp trail mix varietal. Mm -hmm. If I got a bite of this, like every other bite or with a group of other flavors, I think it would work out a lot. I think what's missing here is a dimensionality that truly is just missing. And so I think we just need to add more to the honey than just honey. Which I think we might be able to do right here. Yeah. I'm pouring myself eagerly a bowl of Kellogg's Honey Nut 
Frosted Flakes. Ooh, you thought I was gonna say Cheerios. No, there's no Honey Nut Cheerios. Stop asking. There may be a special surprise for listeners who listen all the way to the end. Um, so I'm really excited for this, but especially after our conversation here, I think that adding a nut to the honey is really going to elevate it in a way that we didn't realize we wanted. That and the fact I really like a frosted flake. Mm-hmm. A classic frosted flake I'm a fan of. You know how I feel about my Coco Zucaritas. Mm-hmm. I, I think this is going to hopefully, you know, check all the boxes for me. I hope so. I'm... I'm also excited. I am digging it. See, it's good? It is good. It's nice. It's better than Honey Smacks. Because what I'm interested here is we're shifting from wheat to corn. I wonder if corn is going to appreciate the flavor of honey and nut a little bit better here. Because for me, wheat plus honey plus nut is kind of just like a too healthy like grain bread mm-hmm. that has like the rolled oats on the outside. Mm-hmm. And that that's just not for me, listeners. So I'm, I'm eager to see how this one holds up. So I'm gonna have my first bite here. Again, you gotta just love a frosted flake. There's that crinkly kind of musical sound to it. Mm-hmm. So I just noticed something very cute on the boxes. On one of the sides with the nutritional facts, below it is a cute little uh, outline drawing in black of like the OG little mascot character of each cereal. And on and on the uh, Honey Nut Frosted Flakes it says the official cereal of Tony the Tiger. Um, th- that, that has to be on the regular Frosted Flakes too, right? It's gotta and, be. And not just Tony saying, Frosted Flakes are good, but I would give up anything for these Honey Nut, cheer- these no, honey nut Frosted Flakes. I think it's a weird thing to include on the box. Like, who, what? The official cereal of Tony. Of course, it's the official cereal of Tony the Tiger. What else would be that cereal? You know. Well, now I have to wonder what the unofficial cereal of Tony the Tiger is. Like, where? It's Reese's Puffs. Yeah, it's, uh, it's always gonna go. Every, to everyone's Puffs. gonna go for Reese's Puff. I, like, I'd be curious, like, what cereal does he check into a hotel room under <laughs> a pseudonym for, and he just sits there and pours himself a bowl? What What's Tony the Tiger's? Uh, like first choice for a pseudonym. Do you think he goes with like a famous musician? Do you think he like goes with like a um? Uh, I don't think an anagram's doable here. He has a couple of weird um, letters here. Max Power. Max Power. I think that's. Ooh, he'd probably just go with like a famous like sports player, right? Mm. Like he'd probably do like a Dion Sanders. No, he'd take someone's first name, someone's last name. So he'd be like Dion Gretzky. Yes. All right, we fi- we we got your number, Tony. So, I, I, we, we've been eating these with the milk in a cup. And I think for these ones, I might pour into the bowl here. Go because for, for me, a frosted flake really wants to be submerged a little bit. I yeah. don't think it's as susceptible. Does it sog pretty quickly? Yeah. But I think it is just so, it's, enha- it's so enhanced by it. So I'm going to go ahead and do a pour. Who you gonna call? Pa! 
Podcasters! Hey, we have been sent a box from the good people at General Mills who are sponsoring this episode for sure, definitely. And they sent us a box of Ghostbusters Afterlife cereal and uh, some some copy to go with it. I really hope that, you know, they're going to follow through on the sponsorship here because, you know, we're, we're kind of putting our end first. I just bought a house. If they don't follow through, guys, you know, I'm, I'm going to start a GoFundMe. I'm just going to need a few extra hands, but it mm-hmm. won't matter because we're going to do such a good job here that... You know, we're going to, every big movie that comes out that has a companion serial, they're going to tap us first. We're going to knock this out of the park. Uh-huh. So, definitely be on the lookout for more of these. Have you tried this yet? Because I am trying it, and I got to tell you, I was excited when they when they sent it to us, but when I take a bite, it's like my spirit leaves my fucking body like I'm a ghost. I've never had a spookier bite of food in my life. Nothing has made me want to scream in terror more than this delicious bite of Ghostbusters Afterlife cereal. I genuinely like this cereal. Um, It tastes like nothing. Uh, It smells like nothing, which is true to a ghost. A ghost does not taste like nothing. You cannot perceive a ghost until Mm -hmm. it's spooking you. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I... When I take a bite of this cereal and chew it up, I'm reminded of our friend Slimer Mm -hmm. from the Ghostbuster movie, Mm -hmm. where he's big and gross. And I think they deliver fully on that in this cereal. (laughs) Are you you calling this cereal big and gross? Mm -hmm. Oh, man. Um, Would you like to take... do, Do you know if you have what it takes to be a Ghostbuster? I know I don't. I'm patently a coward. Oh, yeah. Um, you're exploring your basement and you step in a puddle of ectoplasm. I call my landlord. Are you sure you don't say, here, ghosty, ghosty, come out, come out wherever you are? I call a plumber. Mm. All right, I'll go with B, get mad about ruining your shoes. Um, this is a terrible test. The cereal is... Nothing. I feel like I could crush one of these puffs in my hands. Again, it has... I can. It has the power of a ghost where it is ethereal. It is imperceptible. Mm -hmm. By the time it's happened, it's like it was never there. And I would say that there is no better qualities that a Ghostbusters Afterlife cereal could deliver Mm -hmm. than this. All of you who fondly remember High C Ecto Cooler from the original Ghostbusters, well, this ain't it, pal. I hope you leave that memory in the 80s with those good movies because this cereal is going to be as good as that movie. I so we briefly did a question uh, from their Ghostbusters quiz on the back. And this is a personality quiz. And my favorite kind of question for a personality quiz is one with a empirically correct answer. Mm. What equipment do Ghostbusters use to, de- to detect psychokinetic energy? Psychokinetic energy sounds too scary. I don't want to detect it. A PB&J meter or a PKE meter? Because all personality quizzes should have an objectively okay, correct answer. I gotta come at I gotta come after you here. This is not a personality test. This is do you have what it takes to be a Ghostbuster? And if you get the answer increasingly wrong, it shows that you are increasingly not having what it takes to be a Ghostbuster. I think it is a fair, valuable question. Uh, thank uh, that I do, General Mills. 
Aye, aye, cap, er, general. I'm saluting the general. That That is the last bit of the copy. It says, share your personal feelings about the cereal, the box, the quiz, and then it says to salute the general. <laughs> so we both have to do it. It is, is there no call to action? Do we not have to give a call to action? Oh, yes. Um, so you need to go out and help make this disappear from the shelves. Salute the captain, the general. <laughs> Thanks, general. Thanks, general. Mills. <laughs> I think I'm a little let down here. Oh. I like I said, I love Frosted Flakes. I want to love this. It's not doing it for me as far as a honey cereal. And it's not doing it for me as a Frosted Flake, but I really just would rather have a regular Frosted Flake or Cinnamon Frosted Flake. Mm. There's just, the honey nut flavor isn't present well, or appealing enough for me. That's fair. We are, and I was sort of expecting this because I've never been that into honey cereals. It seems just like a very solid middle tier of cereal. I guess. It just seems like... Or I guess more what I mean is there's a lower ceiling for most of these cereals. And a, and a higher floor. It's just like you know what you're really going to get here. I mean, I, I kind of have to disagree here because I do believe Honey Nut Cheerios is such a top-tier cereal. I think it is one of those like cardinal, iconic flavors. If you lined up three boxes... I think that Honey Nut Cheerios ends up being one of them, you know, nine times out of ten for people. And, I, I yeah, I think the ceiling's very high, but I think it's a hard ceiling to reach when because Honey Nut Cheerios does it so well. And so far, no one's really catching up to them. The, the pure honey cereal didn't do it. The Honey Nut cereal is behind. So, hopefully, our last contender here has enough extra stuff going on that it can, you know, come up to the high standard that there is with a Honey Nut Cheerio. Honey Nut Cheerios are fine. Wow. There I said it. I, I, I think we, I think we're, we are humbly disagreeing with each other here. It's fine with me. So, are you looking forward to this one, Jordan? Do you think it's gonna be good? Do you feel lucky? Am I feeling well, lucky? Well, do ya? You didn't even call me a punk. Well, because I respect you. I don't think you're a punk. Oh, man. This stinks. You're an upstanding young gentleman. No! You pay your taxes. You're a homeowner! Uh, so are you... Not yet. Not yet. Next week. Whoa. Boom, boom, boom. Life update. That's what you get here on Free Toy Inside. Uh, You'll know as soon as we tell you, folks. Lucky Charms Honey Clovers. So, this is... St. Patrick's Day recipe on the back. Oh, okay, so we're a little late here, mm -hmm. but the interesting thing about this is they're changing the the cereal piece itself. But leaving the marshmallows. I don't think it's changing in any meaningful way. I believe this is the same recipe, same like flavor. It's just going to be different shape. I think these have a honey glaze to them. It doesn't seem like there's any other difference here. There. These are some honey pieces of cereal, my dear. Yeah, these are... What do you mean? I was just taking a look. I hadn't taken a bite okay. yet. But now that... I mean, they look honey to me. Yeah. They they, they have that 
image that I remember a, sh a honey smack having, mm -hmm. where there was kind of that carapace Ooh. of uh, honey on the outside. Not as toasty as I loved from the honey smack, but I think a better honey nut flavor than yep. the Frosted Flake was bringing. Absolutely. It's the sweetest one by far, but I like it. And not only is it the sweetest, it also has marshmallows. It has so the, the most marshmallows. Yeah. So so the sweet factor is going to be pretty mm -hmm. prevalent. I gotta say, though, especially starting with our Dunkin' cereal that had a reserved take to the marshmallow. Do I not remember how generous Lucky Charms is with the mallows here? Maybe our, our box just shipped them to the top because this is quite a bit of like marbits in here. I think they're quite generous. I want to say that Duncan has uh, uh, the best ratio of marshmallow to cereal in my opinion. I think I thought it was perfect. I don't know. I think it worked based on the flavor of their cereal. Okay. I think for something like a Lucky Charm, I do want this money. Yes. Alphabets with marshmallow should be no alphabets. That cereal is garbage here. Just the marshmallows, please. But this cereal's not bad without the marshmallows. No, I like it without the marshmallows. Do you think the marshmallows does anything for the honey besides just plow over it? The it just makes you concentrate on the sweetness of I think. Yeah, I mean, these these are just pure sugar, completely saccharin. Mm-hmm. It... I don't know that I want these without the marshmallows, but, yeah, maybe I do want a little bit less marshmallow here, but that just feels sacrilegious to say about a Lucky Charm. Hey. I think, strangely, this is the best honey cereal piece. I mm -hmm. don't... I don't think it's my favorite cereal out of all of them, just because of how sweet every spoonful is. But the the just the actual what is it, honey clovers? Yeah, delicious. And again, this is another corn piece. Mm -hmm. I think corn takes to the honey clover in a more natural way for me, or maybe in a way that doesn't feel like it's trying to be too natural. The wheat and honey, like I said, that feels like a health food store. That's horse food. Yeah, That I, falls in the category of what I call horse food. What this is making me want to do is just go to the store, get some corn on the cob, take it out back, drench it in honey, put it on the grill, you know, toast it up, just bite into that sucker, you know? I mean, that could be good. Not the way you described it, but I mean, have you ever had a lotes? I think a, a lotes is not a complete dissimilar product to this. Mm -hmm. nope. yeah, I wonder, so we can't be the first ones to have said this. I doubt this is the first time on the show we've said this. What market is there for a savory cereal piece? We've definitely had this conversation before, and I don't know. I wonder if a starting piece could break into the market here. Do you start a savory cereal in, like, Europe? Do you just go there where they're already, they do, like, savory pies? But the issue would be they don't do cereal the way we do. Oh. Their cereal is just granola and muesli. Like, they, the oh, American yeah. section at European grocery stores is all of our stupid sugary breakfast food, mm -hmm. Mountain Dew, mm -hmm. and, like, Marlboro cigarettes. Yeah, amen.
something, the bite I just had I brought had... up some flavors from a different cereal product. And I'm trying to remember what it is. Because a lot of these cereals have done, like, their own cereal bar kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Where you can have, you know, oh, it has, like, a milk cream filling and yeah. cereal peas and cereal you can have on the go. They're all pretty categorically bad. Um, I think... Yeah, if Lucky Charms had one of those at some point in history, I must have had it. Cause that bite just tasted full on like a crappy little cereal bar pulled out of a foil package mm. to eat on the bus on the way to school. So what's the recipe on the back here? Because when I think of cereals to make stuff with, it's not Lucky Charms. It's no-bake Lucky Charms Honey Clover cereal bars. They're easy to make. No-bake cereal bar for a fun and colorful treat on the go. Um, I don't know. It looks like they're kind of like Rice Krispie. You mix some marshmallows to bind them together. And, uh, yeah. Seems like a nice treat to make for, like, a... Like an elementary school, uh, like, luncheon sort of thing. My issue I have looking at this, the reason why the Rice Krispie works, the pieces are small enough, they're uniform enough, mm -hmm. they mash in, like, in a really nice way. I feel like you would just get a completely solid bite of cereal somewhere in the <laughs> middle here that would not only shock you as you go to bite into it, I think it would just be unpleasant, like... It, it, even if, you know, five-sixths of the bites on here are good, if you get that middle bite and just dry Lucky Charm in the middle without any of the marshmallow goodness, I think you end up a little bit bummed here. And, I mean, there's a, there's a homogeny that a Rice Krispie mix can reach mm -hmm. that I don't know that Lucky Charms could do. <sighs> so, I would say an interesting venture into honey cereals that I thought I was going to be way more eager about. I'm not disappointed. This is not even close to the worst batch of cereals we've ever no, had. No, not at all. I wouldn't say any of these are even a bad cereal. No. Um, uh, I think, uh, again, this I maybe set myself up to fail here because I had a different cereal up on a pedestal, one that we're not featuring on this episode. Mm -hmm. I think all of these I just kept comparing unfairly to the... You gotta meet them where HNC, they're at. which I'm not gonna say its name anymore. Voldemort. Yes. So I'm gonna try and recalibrate my expectations here. So if you could give me your rundown, so I can piggyback off of how you mm. felt about all these honey cereals we've tried today. Do you want me to like go through them from best to worst, or do you want me to just talk about each one? Live your truth. Okay. Yeah. You know, let let the words um, roll off your tongue. Let let the let the feel the rain on your skin you know no, no one, one else, else can do it for you yeah um the honey smacks were healthier feeling than i expected mm -hmm. and that's not uh, obviously that i recognize this is not a healthy cereal but it's i guess i say that just as a weird way to say plain when it comes okay. to cereal it's just it it doesn't look uh, as sugary, it doesn't look as you know enticing. It's not as colorful, and so I wasn't expecting that given the box, the presentation. Um, I was expecting more pop, more wow, and it was pretty good. 
that's all I have to say about that. And the honey was there, I guess, for me. Not very strong. Um, the Honey Nut Frosted Flakes uh, did better with the honey flavor, but still, it didn't make it better than regular Frosted Flakes. It didn't, like you said, I agree, I would have rather had any other version of these flavors on something else. And the Lucky Charms Honey Clovers, best honey cereal piece by far from what we had, um, but just in general as a cereal on the whole, too sweet, um, too many, too too much for me at this point. That's where I'm at. How do you feel? I think I'm receptive to all of that. I I'm really standing by. Honey Smacks is horse food, but I think it would serve. I think that one might really take to a Rice Krispie treat treatment yeah, to like make a bar of it. I think that could really work out here. Interesting. Um, I, I think it's a totally serviceable piece. Again, being the only wheat piece, I think just have a predilection towards categorizing it as feeling healthier. Mm -hmm. But I think it's a totally... I like it. It's a snackable piece. I think yeah. the Frosted Flakes, it's... You set the bar too high for yourself with what you've done before. Uh -huh. it, it doesn't improve upon any of the conventions that make Frosted Flakes you know, a staple cereal. I agree with you. I think that while Lucky Charms had the best piece, it almost doesn't matter just because mm -hmm. those marshmallows just talk over it like your boyfriend trying to explain sports to you. Or Bitcoin. Dog Bitcoin. Coin. Ugh. Dogecoin. Ugh. Um, uh, blah, 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 blah. I feel like I had something to say. I just took a bite of each of the cereals one more time. Oh, it's what really stands out to me with the Honey Smacks is how much they need something else. Yeah. And with something else, great. When you were saying snackable, I was like, yes, it's got to be in that trail mix. It's mm -hmm. got to it fit perfectly there. Uh, so good on good on you for Honey Smacks. That's that's where you're coming it, out ahead. It, it reminds me of a Chex piece, right? I don't yeah. want a bowl of Chex no. ever in my life. Do you know what I want hundreds of bowls of? Chex Mix. Mm, some, amen. Some cereals just need a little bit of helping, and that's fine. Some people aren't solo artists, mm -hmm. and the band works, and you don't need to change it. I think that Honey Smacks, you gotta find yourself a really steady rhythm guitarist. You have to find yourself someone who can, you know, really, um, uh, what? Okay, hold on, hold, hold okay, on. Okay, okay. I, I would like to inter interrupt your bit to now make you assign, make a band out of these three mascots we have in front of us. Lucky the Leprechaun, Tony the Tiger, and Diggum the Frogs. What's happening? Um, I think Diggum the Frog is a Tom Morello style front man. Okay. Um, I think that he's up there. He has a sideways hat. Is he playing an instrument as well? Um, I think he will sometimes play guitar. Okay. Um, but I think he's mostly up there. See, I do believe he does some, like, you know, fast verse pseudo rapping. Okay. Um, you just want to say that because his hat is askew, right? But also, so. And his clothes are baggy. A little bit, but I'm going to amend. No longer Tom Morello. Okay. I believe he's Mark McGrath from Sugar Ray. Okay. I believe he just wants a fly because okay. he's a frog and he would eat those. Amen. I think Tony, you gotta either put on the drums. Yeah. The guy's built. He he is he meant is to be shirtless. Absolutely. What uh, does Lucky? Do you just saddle him with the bass? Is that the option for this guy? Uh, he doesn't have. 
I would say any real stage presence, which is wild because I I want I want Lucky uh, up on a riser with like a bunch of synths. Okay. And like a sampler or something where he's and he's got a he's got to stand up on a stool so he can reach everything sometimes. So he's just like you can't even really see him back there. You'll see his hat like poking out behind the fog that's going across the stage. Okay. You know? Um but he's just like a wizard on the keys. My other take here is we lean into the folksy Irish vibe. Okay. And we have him play the banjo and the fiddle, a la Mumford and his sons. Interesting. So I think we end up with a drummer, a synth or string player, and yeah, <laughs> Mark McGrath from Sugar Ray. Okay. Incredible band. Uh, an incredible episode. It was great taking this journey with you. Um, do you have it? It's weird not having guests like as a thing and it it it, it makes sense but. i'm looking forward to having guests because that will also allow us to have less cereals all at mm -hmm. once yeah um, I'm full. we both skipped dinner for this um these are really it's a bad dinner these are turning into a meal yeah i mean we need to drink some water and maybe we should eat some horse food mm. maybe, maybe honey smacks is, maybe take a walk maybe yeah. go around the block you know go see if we can find that uh sheep with the fluffy butt again what the dog. Oh, the dog. I thought you said sheep for a moment. No. I'm sorry. I have. I found out about this place in Ada called the Dream Goats or something, where you can go and schedule sessions to cuddle baby goats. That sounds wonderful. Yeah. Do not tell my fiance. She will schedule every weekend out to do that. <laughs> Don't worry. They seem to be booked out. So we're, I could see we're that. safe. Do you remember one of our friends growing up telling us about horse therapy? No, I don't. Where his stepmom took him and his uh, stepbrother out to do horse therapy. And it seemed like they wanted you to come to the conclusion for yourself what horse therapy was. Because they went there. No, you don't ride the horse. Touch the horse them. is there. You're there with it. There are like some buckets and barrels and hula hoops and balls. And you're supposed to interact with the horse. Because I guess the premise is... Horses have a calming presence, and if you're just interacting with them, that will be peaceful for you. And yeah, okay. any listener who knows me well enough knows <laughs> I have a true and grounded fear of horse because they have an incredibly powerful and easily activated kick. Um, and so horse therapy would be truly the least calming and therapeutic. What if you could thing always I... see it? What if you? It was always. What if you were facing it all the time? Then you're not gonna get kicked. Listen, because the horse could decide at any moment to turn around, or, or just hey, now I'm going to trample you. Horses are dangerous from all directions. Mm. There's not a version of me and a horse that doesn't end up with someone with some emotional baggage to deal with and that's not therapy that's untherapy for me and the horse and neither of us deserve that but the baby goats sound nice I i'm much more keen for that i can i can pick up a baby goat i can suplex a baby goat <laughs> listen i wasn't gonna say it but you're <laughs> absolutely right i'm going to rko every goat i see i couldn't suplex tony the tiger though no way not I, at all the the, the man is Beefy, truly. Uh, I, I think each of these other mascots I could easily just, you know, dunk into the ground. D dunk in.
donuts to the ground. Thanks for listening to this episode of Free Toy Inside. Stay tuned for more. We'll talk to you when we talk to you. Stay safe. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye.